Welcome to the Wisdom Lifestyle Money Show. I'm your host, Scott Dillingham. The goal of the show is to show you how you can grow personally, financially, have a larger net worth, and leverage your largest asset to help you develop the person you want to be. I take you through all the steps I did from being nothing to being told that I was nobody and I was never going to accomplish anything, from getting kicked out of high school to owning a multi-million dollar real estate portfolio in my own company with more than 20 employees. You'll meet our partners, you'll meet our friends, you'll quickly discover how you can improve your life. So listen in and enjoy the show. Thanks for tuning in today. Today I have a really special guest for you. His name is Chris Ramitar. So he is an amazing customer service focused realtor, local in Windsor here, who's big in helping to give back in the community and he's going to share his story today. So Chris, welcome. Hey, thanks, Scott. I mean, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, thanks for, for coming on. So I think we should get off or start by letting everybody know a bit about you and your story. Where would you like to start with your story? I'm Chris Pramatar. I have three daughters. My wife's name is Melanie. I live in Lakeshore, Ontario. I was born in Guyana, South America, came to Canada in 1987, lived in Toronto up until 2003, then came to Windsor, drove a truck, worked at different, many different places, and then here I am. Something has always been a passion of mine is helping people, and real estate gave me that opportunity because personally coming as an immigrant from Guyana and not knowing the whole process, how to buy a home. So I'll share my story, what happened to me personally, but yes, it's something I love doing, helping people. And it's an amazing opportunity if you do it right with the right people. Yeah, no, I fully agree. So how did you, because I'm curious, so how did you get started in real estate? In, when I just came to Canada, my dad had a condo and he sold the condo. So the agent said to me, hey, yeah, you should look into this. And at that point in time, I just came to Canada. I'm like, eh, I don't know real estate. That's not what I wanted. I always wanted to be like a police officer. So that was part of my dream. Got to where I wanted to be. And then that avenue opened another door to me, door for me. So I was at the gym one day, 2016. And my buddy said, hey, I'm going to become a realtor. I'm going to join, take the course. I'm like, hey, I'll do too. I'm going to go home. So I signed up and he still hasn't signed up yet. <laughs> and I'm doing well, I believe, in my eyes and opinion. And here I am today. Four years later, going on my fifth year. Yeah. That's funny. So now that your friend has still not signed up, does he regret it? Does he wish he did? Or I really haven't seen him too much since COVID and he's been busy yeah. working shift work on myself. Yeah. And I'm doing the real estate uh, gig as well. Real estate is very time consuming. A lot of people don't realize all the work you have to do. Not just put in a sign on the lawn and put it on the MLS. I am very big on marketing people property because I feel it's very, it's a passion of mine. So I look at your home, it's my home. Your money is my money because that's how I view your probably one of the most valuable asset financially yep. in life. No, for sure. And you actually said something interesting. You have, you really focus on marketing now without giving out your secrets, but say somebody listening to this, how would that benefit them? What do you do that goes above and beyond what someone do? I first, I use professional services. I have a professional photographer. He does a drone picture for me, professional video, 3D virtual tour. And then I just don't, don't put it on the MLS. I put it on social media ads. So I have laser targeted niche to the perfect avatar or client. So when you're looking to sell your home, I'm looking to, for that one person that's going to be the ideal person for your home. And I sell a neighborhood, not just the home. A lot of people like sell that. the home. I don't sell the home alone. I sell a neighborhood. This is a lifestyle you're going to expect when you're buying a home in this neighborhood. Yep. 
Makes sense because yeah, the house might be great, but if there's no schools nearby and you have children, like I agree, I think it makes sense to sell the neighborhood. That's really smart. Now, another thing that I like about you is that you do like to give back in the community. So would you be able to touch on that, what you do to give back? Yeah, so because my daughters go to Lakeshore and Bell River High School. So every time, I, just two years now I started this, I sponsor one student, whoever is graduating and will be attending post-secondary education. There's a bursary award of $500. I would like to do that until forever. That's going to be my little giving back to the community that I live in, as well as I sponsor a local cricket team in Windsor that I played for. Cricket's been like my number one sport. I grew up with that and it's in my blood. So it's something I'm very passionate about. And the least I could do is now I'm probably financially more stable than I was years ago. I could give that back. And it's not so much the expecting anything in return is something I'm very passionate about. No, I love that. Now, just going back to your beginning. So you came to Canada and how was that experience when you were young, just coming here? It was like culture shock in a way because I had no friends. I left all my friends behind in Guyana. And then we're here. My dad was uh, here three years before us so we were okay. three years without my dad so coming here and the climate is cold so that's not one of my favorite thing the weather the winter is not my favorite i like summer give me the heat but it's it was different you needed a, a car to go everywhere you had to pretty much bundle up in the winter time the people was always nice because i live in toronto and it was, it was very diverse most of the people living in the building the school was very like it was immigrants so i didn't feel any differently so because it's a big cosmopolitan city yeah yeah that's awesome. Yeah, no, Canada is a great place to live. Uh, so welcome. But it's funny because you said it's cool and we live in the warmest part. So imagine living <laughs> other places. It's, I wouldn't want to. That's awesome. So now you've been a realtor for how many years? Four years going on my fifth year. Okay. And what is something that, you know, for just a regular buyer, like what's one of the most common questions that you have and what would your solution be to someone who's getting out there to buy. It seemed to be my niche is first time home buyer. Okay. So classic examples, Chris, we don't know, what do we do? I said, the first thing I do is get a pre-approval. Yeah. And when you get a pre-approval, I want to talk to your mortgage agent or your banker. I need a letter of commitment. Yeah. That letter of commitment and we're good to go. Then I, perfect example, I said, give me a hand. And they're like, what? I said, give me a hand. This was one of my clients last week. And uh, she gave me a hand. I said, I'm gonna hold your hands from here till this transaction is over and then when your family's ready i'm gonna still be here to hold your hands i said nice. this is just the starting of our relationship you're stuck with me you can't get rid of me there you go <laughs> i said i want to sell your child your grandchildren a home down the road if i'm still alive that's yeah. what i want to do no that's awesome <laughs> i love how you do that like how do you give so someone buys a home how do you still help them after the fact so for example we put in an offer okay what do i need to do next chris okay first we're gonna, I walked through the whole process. Yeah. You need to get insurance on a home while your offer is accepted. You don't have a home insurance. I tell them, you're gonna need a, here's a copy of all my list of people. You need a plumber, you need an electrician. Whatever you need, here's a list. This is your resources. Yeah. That, and then they will call me for anything, the odd thing, oh, we have some leak, who do we call? Hey, I need a mechanic, who do I call? A lot of times the relationship, personally, Yeah. My agent, what I used in the past, he sold me a home and he sell my home and I bought a home from him at Crickets. I never heard back from him. Yeah. The money is in the follow-up. The money is building that relationship over time, not re expecting anything. A phone call, touching base and said, hey, 
Chris, how are you doing? How's your family? That's it. Yeah. Stay in touch. Keep in touch with your friends and family. And don't ask for anything in return. Yeah. Treat people like the way you want to be treated. Yeah. No, it, may, it makes sense. You're right. I remember I one of the first houses I bought, I never heard anything from the realtor again. And I'm an investor, so I have multiple ones. And so the next one I bought, the realtor sent me like a gift basket and he called a year later and just said, how was the property going? And little things like that. So I mm -hmm. think it does make a big difference to continue, yeah. which is great. And it made me feel good because I'm like, wow, this person really cares. Because someone who doesn't care is probably not going to do that. But someone who does will. So I love that. Now, we do have to take a quick break. But when we come back, Chris is going to go into how he was almost bankrupt and then how he bought a home 10 months later. You're going to want to hear it. All right. Welcome back. Okay. So, Chris, I told everybody before we started the break that you were going to explain how you were pretty much bankrupt and then you bought a home in 10 months. How does that work? Because I believe if you have the drive and the mental capacity to do anything, it's possible and it has support. So back in 2010, I'll back it up to 2007. Sure. My dad passed away in Toronto the day he was supposed to move. We passed away to come to Windsor, our lake shore with my family. And then a month later, my mom and my brother moved November in 2007, came to Bell River four houses away from me. And then my mom went to Guyana on first time ever after 20 something years, came back with a infection. And then a couple months later, Christmas Eve, December 24, 2008, she passed away. Oh, man, okay, so that's two tragedies in, I don't know, 14 months. Then four months later, went into work. Hey, Chris, we don't need you anymore. So this is April 1st, oh, 2009. Man. And then one month later, my ex said, hey, I'm not happy. And I said, okay. Then she said, I have a boyfriend. I said, all right, <laughs> what else? And then I have my, we had two daughters. They were pretty young, like less than five years old together. There was a lot of struggles, things that happened before that. I'm not going to go into detail. And then we had a trucking company, which were going well. And then three to four months into it, a truck crashed, driver quit, people not paying the bills on time. And the money start, what we had for, to run the business dried up pretty quick. So at that point in time, the business folded. I got a job at a local company with Ashok Sood, Champion Products. Thanks to them, they helped me and they're still helping my brother today. They both employ my brothers. Wow. Still work there. So I left there and there, my brothers are still there. And then I uh, laid off for five months. I got hired by the University of Windsor, thank God. So it's a great opportunity there for my kids and myself. About a couple months later, I had an opportunity to go back to Toronto, Toronto Police, and I declined. Yeah, so I owed, we owed over 126,000 long in collections and debt from the truck and the company and everything. And I, the house was sold. There was a $40,000 lien on the property. So 20,000 was given to us. 20 was held in my ex's name. We took the money split. I said, here you go. I took my $10,000 straight to the bank, pay RBC collections. I called up everybody say, hey, I have some money. Can we negotiate a, a release or a deal or some sort of a thing? And they said, yeah. I said, okay, so I made a release letter. This is what I can afford. And everybody said, yes. So this was back in 2009. 2010, I went to the bank to get a loan. It was tight, but it worked out. So what I did was I took a credit, a car loan at 30% interest, but I knew wow. for me to get where I want to be, I had to make sacrifices. It was not a big loan, it was only $5,000, but I paid it on time. Yeah. I took a, a Capital One credit card and a $500 credit limit. I paid it on time. I had some RSP from FedEx, about $15,000, which yeah. helped me. And then 
working at uh, the University of Windsor. I saved, saved over 20 grand. So when I went to the bank, I said, hey, listen, this is what I have. I have everything lined up. And yeah, I got a mortgage for 197, bought my townhome in East Windsor and never looked back. And I always tell people, if it's meant to be and you work hard, you could get anything in life and don't say, oh, make any excuse that, oh, it's not possible. Okay. Don't wait, just do it and you'll find a way of getting where you want to be. Nice. You know? yeah. Thanks. So that would be your best lesson is just do it. Do it. Yeah, do it. That don't makes wait. Sense. Jump in and go. Yeah, no, I love it. And that's interesting too about the, the debt that you had. So I think that's valuable for people listening because if they're in the life stage that you were at and you have debt and you just want to get past it and move forward. So how does that work? So say you have debt and you can't pay it. What did you do to get them to settle or reduce the amounts for you? I just called them and said, this is what I could afford. Either yes or no. And for some reason, to say, yeah, they we'll do it. Yeah. God for that. Maybe God was looking out upon me. Yeah, very well could be. From 126, 126,000 to 40 to 50,000. But settlement, I can't complain. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. That's great. That's really cool. So he's saying you just call him up, which is great. So anybody can do that. I love that. Now, your home that you bought, because one of the things that I thought of when you told me that was the interest rate really high or was I it? I think it was around five or something. Five. It was pretty low. That was in 2010, right? 10, yeah, it wasn't too high. It was pretty low. Yeah. Still affordable. I can't remember exactly how much it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it was. I did it by myself on a single income. Yeah. A single dad, yeah. Was it with 5% down or was yeah. that with 20? 5%. Wow, so that's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's really good because I know CMHC <laughs> is tough. So good for you. That's awesome. So you went from bankrupt to buying a home. And then, so what happened after that? Obviously, you started the real estate in 2016. The, the middle like there in between i was always operating in in the red and it's true paycheck to paycheck yeah i'm the least thing that brought me to my knees but yeah. i took a chance because i said if i sit at home with my brothers which we live with my brothers my two kids myself and a nanny so we had pretty much four adults and two kids in that home and we all get along together i said if i take a chance now i could do it because if i sit here and wait it's not gonna happen yeah and i said if i know where my money's going and i'm broke that's okay Whereas yeah. if I am broke and I don't know where my money is going, then something's wrong. Yeah. And I sacrificed and I built equity and it was a great risk. No, I, that's I, awesome. Great risk. <laughs> oh, good for you. And I know you're doing really well. I see you all the time out there and you're doing a great job. I realized uh, or saw that you had a recent brokerage change. What was the benefits of going to the, the new brokerage? Where I was, uh, this is my Ford brokerage. I Tom Thomas opened the door, was grateful, Century 21. Great things about him, but I wanted to grow. Yep. Then I went to LC Platinum, wanted to grow. And then I saw EXP and the model was awesome. Tools, technology, training, support. But what I found, and this is from my personal experience, there was no camaraderie and collectively team environment. Everybody pulled their own separate ways. Yep. And when I called, I said, hey, Scott, it's Chris Ramatar from EXP. You're like, where, who? Okay, so I'm trying to sell myself on a brand. You know, right now it's not a big brand here. Windsor, Essex County, the balloon, everybody know it's synonymous. Remax is synonymous with real estate in Windsor, Essex County. So you want to go a place where when you said, hey, it's Chris from Remax and you see my, my balloon, it's already trusted. I don't have to sell the brand. Yeah. I just have to sell, show you what I could do. Yeah. It's only been two months, but the camaraderie, the support to have a physical office. 
in yes. my opinion, is huge. You, have, you become more trusted when somebody says, hey, meet me in my office. You call the staff and, hey, can you do this for me? Whereas where I was before, who do I call? I had two, I had some people on my team, but they were not hungry. Yeah. I, I give leads out and you call, oh, I'm going to call this afternoon. Hey, yeah. the lead just came in. Call now. I'm spending money. Yeah. But it's not your money, so why are you going to work your... Yeah. And uh, I'm very passionate what I do. I love what I do. But the brand, I think, by itself and the, the staff and the professionalism and the camaraderie and the support, it's second to none. Plus, with a big global brand, you couldn't ask for more. No, oh, that's yeah. awesome. You know. Good for you. I'm excited. Yeah, I saw the post on Facebook. <laughs> you go, Chris. Perfect. So we do have to wrap up. But for anyone who's listening today, what would be the best ways to reach you or how they could find out more about you when they're considering choosing a realtor? I think my biggest place is on Google. Just Google Chris Ramatar, K-R-I-S-R-A-M-O-T-A-R. And you're probably going to see a hundred stuff pop up about me. So okay. every t- everywhere there's a medium, you're going to find me. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere you can think of, that's, you'll find me. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's perfect. That's awesome. (laughs) Thanks so much, Chris. Have a great day, everyone. Take care. If you're serious about real estate investing and you want to take it to the next level with the least amount of time and mistakes, then you're going to want to sign up for our Real Estate Investor Hub. Visit CanadianRealEstateNetwork.com and hit the blue button or banner that says Free Investor Resources. Inside, you'll have access to real estate investing courses, networking opportunities, webinars featuring industry professionals, as well as dedicated chat channels to share and get access to unique properties. I look forward to seeing you there.